What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom show. This is episode number 30, and Uttal and I are discussing the instant Christmas classic, The Christmas Chronicles. All right, instant Christmas classic might be a stretch, but it's Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. I mean, come on. How much more awesome could you get? The movie wasn't very good. However, it was a cinematic vessel to showcase the coolest Kris Kringle that's ever been put on film. It was pretty cool to see Kurt Russell as Santa. So with that, let's get this episode started, and you can also check out us doing our thing on YouTube at youtube.com slash welcome to your doom. Otherwise, enjoy the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. Hello, everybody. This is Justin. This is Uttal. And this is the Welcome to Your Doom show. That tapping you may have heard was Uttal playing with his fucking food before he actually ate it. Or drank his drink. Beer. It was my, it was my beer. I was, I, was, I was asking Justin why, why tapping it on the top, why people do that. And I gave you an answer about 30 taps ago. I was just hoping after you did that, you grabbed it, you opened it, it just exploded Give in me the face. goddamn soap. I was just waiting for you to open it. <laughs> That would have been probably pretty amusing, to be yeah. honest. If I, had, if I had to be honest, I would have been furious, ha- <laughs> yeah. but I still would have probably laughed at it later. That's right. That's or right. just continue to be furious. <sighs> what are we reviewing today, Justin? Well, it's almost December. Almost December. And to get in that festive spirit, I thought it would be a good time to talk about the newest Kurt Russell as Santa Claus film. The newest. I... I- I would. I'd certainly hope this turns into a franchise. I think Holy that would be pretty shit, fun. That would be great. Like a whole series of films where it's just it's Kurt Russell as Santa, but with different different stories. I'd want to see Kurt Russell playing the Santa Claus from the Guardians of whatever. Yeah. Guardians. What was it? It had a longer name. Guardians or no? Did it? Legend of Legends of Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Yeah. God damn it. See, yeah, that came out in an Rise of the time. Legend of the Guardians. The so Owls many. of Gaul. I'm trying to remember if they were going to have another name for that film too, and I can't remember. You were, yeah. Were you working at DreamWorks? I was, when I they was were yeah, making yeah. That movie? I was at DreamWorks when they had that. Yeah. Some of the concept art, actually, I have some of the concept art. I think in a book. book yeah, I, I actually, I have. That. I don't know. You I gave, gave me you a that copy book. of that. Yeah. Like, some of the concept art of like Santa Claus. Oh, it's great. From that yeah, is amazing. Great. Like they went, they went far off the beaten path a few oh, times for, sure. for that for that design. For sure. Um, you're probably wondering why we're reviewing this movie. Uh, and I'll tell you, Please. simply for the fact that Kurt Russell is in this movie playing Santa Claus, it just couldn't be ignored. I think we actually had a different episode planned for today, but we had both watched this movie in the last four days, I think. I watched yours it yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. I, watched it, I watched it on Saturday night, which was just like four days ago. So, um, and uh, it, Kurt Russell is basically like geek royalty i feel like he's like genre film royalty like the movies that he's been in have have been uh very like influential in like the science fiction um f- uh, fantasy i guess is genre like the his collaborations with john carpenter he's you know uh, escape from new york big trouble in little china um what, what am i forgetting here 
the, the oh the thing, thing. Yeah. yeah of course i was just saying the, the fuck thing. wrong yeah. one the fuck yeah the thing um but you know he's been in he's been in so many movies that i've loved and really just like a household name i guess for our generation or maybe even the generation before no probably our generation like in the 80s I'd like so. yeah. yeah 80s yeah 80s early 90s um he disappeared for a little while he wasn't making movies for long. I don't have exact numbers here, but then he saw this major resurgence. What in the last five years? I'd yeah. say he came out with a movie uh, which I was really excited about called Bone Tomahawk. But that same year, which which is a horror western, essentially a fantastic movie if you haven't seen it already, um, a dark graphic western. That same year, he came out with another Western for Tarantino in The Hateful Eight. Yeah. And then he was in the Fast and the Furious franchise, and suddenly Kurt Russell was fucking everywhere. And uh, I I loved every second of it, because two, because two out of those three movies I just mentioned, he is sporting a massive, glorious beard. <laughs> right? And, and then he shaved it for the Fast and the Furious. He films, shaved didn't it for he? the Fast and the Furious films, and he just he looked like Mr. Bigglesworth, like from Austin Powers. <laughs> like I just couldn't even. I'm like, oh my couldn't god, take who him are seriously. you? Who are you? But uh, but and then he was in Guardians of the Galaxy two, which Shit, he, yeah, he had the beard back. Guardians two, which I haven't seen yet. Oddly, being a big big Kurt Russell fan myself, I haven't I haven't seen Guardians two. But uh, but you know the movies that I, I loved growing up, like Big Trouble Little China, huge film for my family. Like, we, we grew up on that. We quote that movie constantly. Uh, the Thing is, like, one of my favorite science fiction films. Um, Tombstone is one of my favorite westerns. And that movie is just jam-packed with people. So so he's got... He's uh, he's also in a movie called uh, Dark Blue, which he plays a corrupt L.A. Uh, cop during the L.A. riots. It's a great performance, but I don't think anybody's really seen the movie. It's one of those, like, hidden, like... You know, hidden gems. And if you, if you come across it, you should definitely check it out. But, like, long history. I, uh, shoot, like, basically, like, a, like an icon for, for a lot of people. And now he's playing fucking Santa Claus. Now he's playing Santa Claus. I think my favorite portrayals that, that Kurt Russell does has to do with when he hams it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> that's true. Sky High. One of oh, my, my favorite, God. I love that. One of my favorite, like, superhero Sky films High. that wasn't, like, a Marvel or DC film kind of deal. You know? Oh, it was sc- just such a fun film. And he's hamming it up. And oh. he's having fun. That's one thing about Kurt Russell in all of those films that you can see him really just put on a show. Yeah. Is he looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. Same is true of this movie. Same was true of the Tarantino uh, of Hateful Eight. Oh, Man. yeah. He, he looked, looked like, like he, was, he was, was having a blast. Yeah. Every yeah. single line he delivered, he was gnawing at the scene yeah. like a fucking ravaged dog, like yeah. just going crazy on every scene. He was so, like, he was just in cat, like, it's hard not to be enthralled with his performances because he's just having so much fun. Yeah, there's a scene in Sky High that absolutely slays me every Come time I'd seen it. Uh, every time I'd seen it, it was, uh, I've only, I, I own that movie on DVD. Actually, when I saw it, I was so surprised at yeah. the quality of that movie. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting much and it turned out to be really great. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's Fuck in yeah. it. And uh, oh, the original Wonder Woman is like the, uh, the Linda principal. Carter. Linda Carter is, is the principal of the school. But uh, he plays obviously a superpowered, uh, superpowered uh, hero, kind of like remember can't fly. Yeah, his wife can fly. Is is it Carla Gugino? That's not. That's I not can't remember. I think that's the. I don't I think don't that. I don't think. I don't. I'm not. I can't remember. Anyway, you can look that up while I'm while I'm chatting away. Um, there's a scene where he uh, he gets upset and he grabs the phone to dial a number, <laughs> and 
he dials the number, but he's doing it too hard, and he breaks the phone. And he's like, you know, damn it, I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But he opens a drawer and throws the phone away, but you can see, like, 50 other broken phones in that drawer because he's done it so many times because he's so strong. And I'm just like, little things like that, his performance makes it so funny. Uh, and he really hits the nail on the head there. So... Huh. Um, so, so Kelly was, Preston was the was the um, the mother. The mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not really really, really yeah. familiar with her work, but also Daniela uh, Danielle Panabaker, who plays uh, Killer Frost in the Flash series. Yes, that's so it. she's the green girl, yeah, right? I she's forgot the about plant that. lady. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, if you haven't seen Sky High, you should check it out. So uh, so yeah, essentially, when I saw that Kurt Russell was going to be playing Santa Claus, I'm like, I like I like Christmas movies. And Kurt Russell playing Santa Claus, I'm just like, yeah, this is pretty much a watch for me. Like, I wasn't, there was never under consideration that I was not, there was no, there was no question. Right. I was definitely watching this movie. Yeah. Um, um, the other thing for me is like, with, there's been a, like a serious influx of Christmas films thus far at, oh yeah. in Netflix. Like, nauseously so because yeah. there's so many fucking ones that I'm just looking at, I'm like, why would you make that movie? It looks horrible. Yeah, like the Princess Switch, the Christmas. Princess? I don't give a shit. I don't Christmas even want to... Christmas switch? Christmas I don't know. calendar. Okay. Christmas calendar. Oh. Christmas... Um, oh, shit. I had it. The Christmas wedding planner? That's not a movie. You're making things up. You're just saying putting the Christmas, Christmas behind title. The Christmas prince the Christmas wedding planner. The Christmas receptionist. <laughs> the Christmas flight attendant. <laughs> Santa's accountant. That's right. Yeah, no, let's let's yeah. Fucking get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> I think that might actually be a real movie. But uh, but no, you're absolutely right. They're they're pouring in and I uh I had... personally felt left out and I wanted to see a Christmas movie. I saw that I was like Kurt's my boy. Yeah. And then I sent that to my lovely wife. <laughs> and we're going to go there. Let's go. We're there. I don't know. I <laughs> we've been there. together like 6 years at this point, I think. And it's never too it's I'm, never too late to to pull the shoot, my friend. I I think I might have to. <laughs> Um, her exact words were, this film looks scary. <laughs> which I asked, I, I inquired more about it later, and I found out that it was because of the elves. Which, okay, we'll in her defense, into, yeah, we'll get into that. those fucking elves that are, there were like, I don't know, she saw them in Sandys or, or images, whatever. She said yeah. they looked terrifying. I can kind of get that. Then she said, Kurt Russell just doesn't do it for me, or something <sighs> along those lines. And I had choice words to say. Mm. So none uh, of them good, I imagine. Yeah, the divorce papers will be filed <sighs> yeah. probably tomorrow. Um, okay. She's gonna find out about it after listening to this, so I guess she won't know until Friday. Yeah, you can uh. sleep on the couch if she kicks you out. No, I paid for the couch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I think she did. <laughs> I was saying you can sleep on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. At this point, that's what I'm going to have to do. Uh, oh. So we've sort of established why we're watching this movie. Um, Kurt Russell in Rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just, you know, I, I personally, I have seen one of those movies. I think it was The Christmas Princess. Uh, Christmas Prince. I think that's what it was called. I watched that with my wife and it was, it's genuinely, it was genuinely awful. Um, but, you know, like, uh, it's, it's kind of fluff. And I'm like, I got my own fluff. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah. This is it. This is enjoyable fluff for me. I think this is good fluff. So general opinion on the movie. It wasn't good. <laughs> Not really. No. No, the movie wasn't... It wasn't good. No. Um, but... Yes. Uh, it was... It's better than... Well, I saw, I've only seen the, the Christmas Prince as one of those, you know, deluge of really kind of 
cheesy, opportunistic Christmas films. I feel like this tries to be more. It tries to be more than just a cheesy Christmas film. There's a little more artistry on on display. There's a little more. Um, there's a little more. Uh, this more genuine, I think. And I think a lot of that has to do with. I think even the brother and sister are actually relatively good actors. They but, are. Uh, but uh, uh, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus like brings the whole thing home. Like that. That's the only. That's pretty much what sells the movie. Yeah. And uh, there's really not a whole lot beyond that. Um, but I feel like everybody that's in the movie holds their own, and they do a relatively good job. It doesn't f- ever feel uh, like it's it's um, cheap. The movie doesn't feel doesn't look like, or feel cheap. Yeah. No. I mean, the effects are the special effects in it are okay, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not exactly a like. I'd be shocked if the budget of this film was over like twenty five to thirty million. I mean, yeah, the effects and stuff. It up. I'll look yeah. it up, but, but uh, I don't yeah. think it like the effects were passable for what it is. It's a Netflix. You know, it's pretty creative. I thought like yes. while the effects like weren't weren't like the absolute best. I think like the elves, for example, they decided to go full. Uh, Full CG with the elves mm-hmm. and um, just didn't didn't really play out. Didn't like it. Didn't that's the elves are probably the weakest part of the movie. Um, and, Fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but there are one. some there are some interesting effects, interesting creative choices about you know. There's a lot of movies that examine how Santa gets around the world and does that whole thing, and they all have their own take. This movie has its own take, and it's you know it's kind of it's kind of cheesy and and but but you know. Somebody thought about it. It feels like you know there was someone who was being creative, uh, trying to deliver a new explanation on that. So, but you know, at the same time, it is a fluffy Christmas movie. There's really not much to it. It's I would put it in like as like a lower grade Elf. Lower grade Elf's a bit much. El- I think Elf is a better a, a better movie. Yeah. So that's what I guess kind of what I mean. I mean, like it's not as good as Elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's but well, it's not is. bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't Elf's think Elf a is Christmas classic, my friend. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean. Oh, oh. there yeah. was some hesitation there. Yes. Yeah, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna pour your beer into your coffee? Oh, jeez. Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Double fisting coffee and IPAs is not advisable. Oof. Anywho. All right, let's talk about the movie then. All right, so, so we're going to jump in. Uh, is this spoiler territory now? Nah, we can. Yeah, might as well. Let's might as well go. Jump let's in. Go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Christmas Chronicles, starring Kurt Russell's beard and a bunch of other people. All right. Yeah. You got me back. The last one, last episode wasn't as good. This yeah, one, I realized that. This, Thank this you. one, you picked it up. Yeah. You brought the, brought the heat. Brought the heat. Or the cold. Shut it. Um, let's go. All let's right. go. So the movie opens up basically. You got a montage of the family's Christmases from 2000 and whatever until 2000 and now. Yep. And you can see the kids getting old, and everybody loves Christmas. The dad's kind of the patriarch of the whole Christmas everything. Yep. He's the guy that's always spearheading it. Yep. And then later you go into the daughter's room. She's the only one that's at the house. Then the son comes in, and all this. Eventually, it's revealed the dad died. Yep. He was a firefighter. Yep. Yeah. uh... Copper firefighter. Copper firefighter. Yeah, a fire. He was yeah. somebody. He was somebody that was saving lives. He basically yep. went to go save some lives and died. That's right. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and also kids- like a standard manipulation move Absolutely. from a movie like this. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which is neither here nor there because I feel like a lot of movies do this kind of thing. That's how they. That's how they get you. So 
this is like docking points just right the right off the bat yeah. for like for like really really going for that cliched like emotional hook exactly um, but you know it is what it is it is Continue. what it is yep. and then the the kids kind of have their kerfuffles and then you think that each one's going to turn on the other one however they always kind of stop just short of like betraying the other person yeah and i kind of thought that was nice like you saw that there was a sibling rivalry almost a little bit more so than a typical one but that they still genuinely liked each other i thought that was kind of an interesting yeah, way to do it and i think you see that um you know again like i think there is a subverted cliche where the older brother who is kind of like now a loner dad's not around so he's kind of going off track on his own like you know Grand Theft Auto, like, whatever he's got going on, drinking with his, like, teenage buddies. Let's talk about that, though. Yeah. So they weren't drinking. They went... I don't think... I thought... That, you know, some guy was... Some she, guy who drank something. Uh, well, she drinking. mentioned something about beers, the dog. Yeah, but I thought they were drinking before they got into the I, car. It was, a, it was a Rockstar energy drink. Shut up, I really? swear. I'm pretty oh, sure I saw a okay. monster can. Anyways. Right. So the reason I'm, I wanted to bring that I'm up... responsible of them. Wow, well, yeah. yeah. I, the reason I wanted to bring that up is it was such a strange choice for them to be like, yeah, yeah, these kids are bad. They boost cars. Like, I thought they were going to come out of there and, like, start smoking cigarettes. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes, maybe drinking some beers, maybe get a little risque and have a little marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> they went straight to stealing cars. Yeah, he, they skipped a whole bunch of steps, I feel like. I feel like stealing cars is worse. It's, it's like, much worse. Yeah, it's like it's... And what do they do with the car? Did they put it back? Is that like... I don't they know. they say what they did with it? No, they didn't mention anything. As like far as I'm concerned, the they drove shop. it off a fucking cliff. <laughs> take it to the chop shop, yeah. They skipped a bunch of steps there. It's like, hey, what do you guys want to do tonight? Yeah, I got some weed. We're going to smoke some chronic. Let's fucking steal a car. Yeah. Sure. I guess they had to establish that the kid could be a getaway driver. Yeah, yeah. However, you could also do that by just saying, yeah, your driving lessons are whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, he's the, of that age. But stealing cars? Like, yeah. who the fuck? They like, really they really jumped the shark on that one. Yeah, that was a bit excessive. Yeah. It's a quick uh, If you want to rebel, I feel like stealing a car is like, you got to work your way up to that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. first do drugs and start drinking. Yeah. Not that yeah. we're condoning that type yeah. of actions for young ones. Correct, correct. I'm just saying, before I stole a car, I did drugs. <laughs> and drank. And I drank. <laughs> Not at the same time, though. <laughs> That'll just put you to sleep. No. Um... <laughs> So anyways, yeah. So that's what, 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 what was I saying before we talked about boosting the car? Oh, yeah. So there's a, there's one scene there where he's going to reveal... Like, she's uh, she's making a video diary to Santa Claus, like, asking right. him for something. And he catches her and he's like, well, don't you know? Like, yeah, don't exactly. Don't you know that... You know, and he's about to reveal to her that Santa isn't real. But he stops. That's yeah, exactly Before what he does at. that. Yeah. So that was actually interesting because typically... He would say it like yeah. that. That's the archetype for that type of relationship, and a lot of movies are built off of that. Right, and uh, he doesn't. Which I was like, oh, that was interesting. That was interesting. It shows that, like you were saying, that there is still like a connection that hasn't been completely corroded um, uh, since their father has passed. So. Same thing with the with, when it was the other way when she was going to snitch on him about the stealing right. part of the mom, and then she just is like, ah, he pushed me, and that's that was right. it. Mm. Um, and yeah, then that's, that's right. this whole basically the the video camera is what the really the the, the storytelling device for the whole film is that's kind right. of sort of told through the eyes of the cameras the way I look at it and that's what really prompted them to see Santa's hand and then they decided to go and try and set up the Santa trap as I called it that's right try to figure it out now the thing I didn't understand was I don't know about you but when I was a kid we definitely tried to stay up and tried to catch Santa in the act yeah I've done that uh, didn't go well. How was this the first time that these guys thought about doing this? 
And so intricately. Yeah, this was a very intricate plan. And it seems it seems odd that I think it, the whole thing is prompted by the fact that she saw something on the video. I think that's that's why it's the first time. Like she saw a hand. She's like, oh, you can capture him on video. Like maybe. Yeah, but you don't think they would have tried that in the back in the day? Y- yeah, I don't. I know. I guess they didn't have the technical ingenuity to create the fucking jingle bell trap. Yeah, wait, when does this movie take place? I think it was twenty something. Twenty twenty eighteen or whatever. Yeah, because that camcorder is still a fucking camcorder. It's got like well, a they mentioned video that. tape. Yeah, yeah, like yeah they mentioned old, right. Yeah, I, 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 it's a good question. I don't know. Maybe Santa doesn't show up on digital, but he does. Yeah, show up he on shows camcorders. up on analog. He shows God. up on the analog video. Damn. So, anyways, they find uh, Santa does come to visit them again. That's right. And then they hijack his sleigh, pretty much, or try to. So See, that yeah, kid's so, just hijacking everything he can. Yeah. So the kids, the kids Fuck. stay up and they catch him and they kind of like he's on the roof. And they run outside and this is one of the cooler things. That like from a creative creativity standpoint, where the sleigh is floating like silently in like the middle of the street, like on autopilot, kind of like drifting slowly through the middle of the street, and it's completely empty. Uh, and Santa Claus is like running across the roofs, and like, and he and he uh, he's like turning into this like coal dust and warping in and out of the chimneys. Yes. So it's a little different than like anything else I've ever seen. Now, this pissed um, me off because I'm like that is the most irresponsible sleigh parking job any Santa has ever it's done. It's moving. It's, it's not it's, it's moving, moving slowly, but it it's also like so 10 fast feet in the air. That a girl had time to climb up onto a roof, which I can tell you is probably not easy to do, and then jump into said sleigh while it's moving at mm, maybe half a kilometer per mo- uh, hour. You know what? What? Tell me. Go ahead. Fuck you, man. Just saying. <laughs> it's not responsible for Santa to park his shit in the middle of the street. You know what? This all the- makes sense by the end of the movie. Okay? And we'll, we'll get into no. why that is. Well, all, this all makes oh, sense. Oh, okay? I hate you so much so, right now. <laughs> so anyway. This is garbage. Anyway. She sees the sleigh drifting in the middle of the road. And she climbs up, as you said, like a monkey. She's like a fucking monkey when she's climbing up this... This thing jumps into the sleigh. Santa comes back to the sleigh, doesn't see them back there, throws the bag of toys back there, and off they go. And they're flying in midair. And he's, and this is the first, the other thing that I thought was really interesting and definitely reminded me a little of, uh, you know, Rise of the Guardians. He starts, he's, uh, he's mushing the sort of the, the reindeer through, through the sky, and he's speaking a different language. He's speaking, mushing, mushing, mush. Isn't it Whip. mush? Mush, mush, mush. When you I don't say know. mush, I just think of him like grabbing them. <laughs> Come here, you fuck. It's like squashing them. Just squashing the reindeer like repeatedly. Mush. Yeah, whatever. Mushy piece. Mush, mush. Piece of mush. Anyway. Sorry. He's speaking a different language and it's kind of like, it sounds sort of like Nordic, but I, I think it's made up. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. But, uh, but yeah, like uh, it's kind of this elvish language where I thought was also another interesting take where he's speaking a different language. And uh, he, <laughs> this is the first you haven't seen his face yet. And uh, she, she's getting cold. He still doesn't know that he, they're back there in the sleigh. And she taps him on the shoulder. So it's going to get a blanket. Right. And he turns around. And he's like, you do it. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's one of these like. It's like full frame. Like his face is the entire screen. And he just screams like, ah. <laughs> he screams. But 
But when Kurt Russell screams like that, and he's done it, and like in Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. and like Captain Ron, and all these comedies he's been, he fully he's, commits. He is so funny. Yeah. He's got this twinkle in his eye that just like he's just so goofy, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, and it really works here when he screams. I was I started laughing immediately. I thought that was hilarious. So they have this thing where he catches her as she's falling down, and he crashes the sleigh, and uh, loses his uh, uh, sack. Santa's now sackless, mm. and uh, he also loses his hat. Right. In the process. So they crash land, and uh, I-, I think this is a scene that was uh, shot in Toronto. So a lot of this movie was shot in Toronto, in like Leslieville. Really? And not like the 404 and the DVP. Uh, I was just looking it up. Oh, shit. So yeah, I think there was several scenes shot in Toronto, and Shugu actually recognized some of the areas. Huh. Um, but uh, this is where Santa sort of reveals that, hey, like... I, uh, I, Christmas is going to basically go downhill if I don't find my sack of toys. In the worst way possible. So he describes what a world where he missed Christmas. One. One Christmas. You know, the dark ages. (laughs) I fucking lost my shit when he said that. It was just like, holy. He's like, are you familiar with the dark ages? It's like, I guess, yeah. What what is that? He's like, you missed one Christmas. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, now you're now you're re- you guys are shooting for the stars on this one. Yeah. It's like people become more violent, like they get irritable, like crime rates go up, and all of that crazy stuff. So, like that seems like an excessive punishment for missing one Christmas. Yeah. That's like basically like condemning people to death for mm. jaywalking. <laughs> yeah. So so um. And this is the scene where he's like, where he's like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not like 300 pounds. And this is recurring joke where he's actually in pretty good shape. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about his suit. I thought that was, I thought his suit was fantastic. The wardrobe was fantastic. It's amazing, isn't it? That was, that's, that is hands down the best Santa suit I've ever seen. I'll I'll take it one step farther. I think this might be my favorite Santa Claus. That's interesting. I was actually going to talk talk about that for a little bit. Maybe we should do a whole episode on our fav- favorite Santa Clauses because that's interesting. It's up there for me, for yeah. sure. That's it's like really the the biggest reason to watch this movie is because of his performance. And um yeah, I'm trying to think of like competing Santa like Richard Attenborough in like the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. I always thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um which Santa Claus would you want to sit down and have a drink with, though? That's my gauge for my Santa Claus, and I can't think of another one that yeah. I would be in that category. Yeah, maybe Bill Goldberg's Santa Claus from <laughs> Santa Slay or whatever. Oh, God, <laughs> ho ho hoes! Was <laughs> when he goes An to the strip club. <laughs> oh God. And then he's oh. going to use the pole to kill someone, and he sprays it down with like, <laughs> like disinfectant first. Like, ooh. <laughs> oh god, that movie was something special. Yeah, if that's, you have not seen different... Santa's Sleigh the, with Bill Goldberg, do yourself a favor and see this ridiculous fucking oh film. Oh my god, dude. he doesn't have any any um, reindeer. It's just one large white bison. Yep. <laughs> it's so fucking uh. ridiculous. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's totally ridiculous. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think this is this is definitely up there for me. I'd have to think about the other Santa Clauses. Like, I, I I think the Santa Claus from Nightmare Before Christmas is actually just a wuss. I never I never liked him. Um, the Santa Claus from Ernest Saves Christmas is pretty good. He's very good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, the salty's also the Sultan. 
from Aladdin. That's his voice from oh, Ernest Gets Stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, re- I watched it last year and... Because we did the Christmas episode. That was on your Christmas list. And when I watched... I might have mentioned it then, but yeah, when I watched it, I, it was driving me nuts because I kept hearing his like voice in my voice, head. And yeah. as soon as it clicked, I was like, oh my God, my, my mind exploded. And so, uh, to be honest, I, I like the Santa from uh, Rise of the Guardians because it's got that fantasy sort of adventure action. Appeal. Yeah, true. But no, this is. I think this is the best balance between sort of like an older guard Santa, but like modernized just a little bit. True. But, uh, I liked the recurring jokes of him not being like a really fat, like sort of overweight guy. Yep. Um, this is like the the Dilf Santa. Like this is this is a truly this is like the first fuckable Santa I've ever seen. I, I think he like, got a shot. <laughs> I feel like this is the most attractive Santa. Let me put it that way. And and the wardrobe really does help. Let's talk about his beard for a second. Before the show, I looked up. I had to know. What there inquiring is real. Li- yeah, inquiring minds. He had performance, whether, performance whether, enhancing follicles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, um, and apparently, eighty percent of his beard is real. In that movie, and I believe that, considering how how large and in charge it was in like Bone Tomahawk and uh, and uh, uh, the Hateful Eight, I'd buy that for a dollar. No, I meant I uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess they enhanced it a little bit on the sides. I don't know what you know. What, Beard what, extensions. What, yak hair. Yo. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is. It's it's a glorious beard. It is. It really is. So top ten. Yeah. Wardrobe really great. His mannerisms are really really great. And he says this is the line where he says fake news, and I thought that was really forced. I didn't like that at all. No, like the whole like yeah, I didn't like oh fake news. Like, like come on guys, we don't need to force ah. like this. We don't need to force this like you know modern uh, sort of like top forty culture like it, it slammed gave me into a this chuckle. movie. But then it made me worry that that's where they were where, going to go for the rest of the film, and that they and they didn't. didn't. They didn't. Where they did go with it was with the elves, and we'll get there in a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll explain, but uh. later. But uh, but yeah. So no, it sets it sets the precedent. He's like, look, I'm going to go do this myself. I got to go find my shit, and the kids are like, we're going to help. So that's where that's where we are now. Okay. So the kids and him, what was the their first task? Is they were looking for we need a, they needed a ride. They needed a ride. That's right. So they, so go, they to go to this to the bar. Yeah, they go to the like O'Malley's Irish bar. <laughs> the reason that jumped to my head is because you mentioned it. Don't, Are we going to talk about no, this? No, we're going to talk about it. Okay, oh, real wow. quick, quick sidebar. All right. Oh Have dear. You, I hope everyone has heard of a band called Nick Cave and the Bad Seats. They did an album called What's the album called? Shit. Murder Ballads. Oh, yeah. Murder Ballads. Okay. And uh, I think the uh, uh, off this album, there's there's a couple, of, a couple of great songs. More than a couple, but one of them, the last one, is a 13-minute ballad. That one's, I don't even know if it's a ballad, but it's... Uh, it's ballady. It's, 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 it's long. It's 13 minutes. It's called O'Malley's Bar. Yeah. And the whole song kind of has this folksy ABAB thing going on. Where um, he's every verse, it's 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 like a bluesy song, yeah. yeah it's like uh, and it's like every verse is the same sort of like melody, but it's you know different lyrics. Um, and it's about a man going on a killing spree, and like murdering people in the most graphic way possible. So that's why, because I remember this being an Irish pub in the movie, and the first thing I thought was O'Malley's Bar, because you said you just listened to it recently, and it was just really, really, really off-putting. A great like he's a great lyricist. He's an incredible lyricist. Yeah, and like and they're really creative verses, but they are so upsetting. 
They really are. And he's got a great voice, but man, that is a tough song to get through. And it's 14 minutes it's 14, long. 14, not 13. Or 15 almost. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's yeah, bananas. It's, it's quite it's something. A lot of, it's a lot of song. If uh, it, I, 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 I encourage everyone to give it at least one try. It's a very interesting album in general, but especially O'Malley's Bar. It's very, very strange. Right? And his, his cover of Stagger Lee is also it's like, something. <laughs> it is something it special, is something. too. So anyway, back to O'Malley's Bar. And this It's not O'Malley's Bar. I think it's some, some other name. Anyway, you call it The Bar. The Bar. They go in and they have this really like... Gen- this is what I was talking about. These genuine moments with people where he comes in and he needs a ride. He needs... A, and, and he's just talking to people and he knows who they are. And he knows what they wanted for Christmas in the past. So he has a couple of these touching moments with, this, with the, the hostess. But then he's trying to get a ride... In the bar, asking people like to, hey, can you guys like spare some change or like whatever? And uh, everyone is so mean in that bar. I was getting upset as like as a viewer. That yeah. one Indian couple, he comes and he starts speaking Hindi to them. Yeah. And then the guy's like, I speak English, you idiot. Yeah, that wouldn't be any of like any Indian person's reaction. Yeah. He's reasonable and speaks English. They would be like, How is this happening yeah. right now? Yeah. That your old white ass is speaking Hindi to me. <laughs> yeah, right now. That's right. It would blow their minds. You would drive them anywhere if some yeah. old, nice looking white dude came up to you and is like, Hey, yeah. Let me drop some Hindi on. Yeah. Insert Hindi here. Yeah. You'd be like, "Wow, yeah." Where do you I need was, to go? I was, I was just, I was almost like offended by that scene because I'm like, and if an Indian person heard this guy speaking Hindi to them, they'd be like, "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah, like, yeah, let's. I'll take you. Like, where do you need to go? Like, yeah. I'll take. It's like it's almost the exact opposite reaction when he's like, "You idiot!" I was looked at. I looked at Chugu. I'm like, "The fuck was that?" <laughs> and I was like. Santa, put the eye patch on and blow this asshole away. Like, I wanted him to kick his ass yeah. after that. I was actually kind of upset. I'm like, that's fucked up. The other thing, too, in that bar, the woman that took the baseball card, the rookie. Oh! And, not, like, it wasn't one of those things where she's like, no, she's not going to do that. Here's your stupid card back. Yeah. She had the audacity <laughs> to rip up a baseball card that's worth thousands of dollars. Unbelievable. You know what's gr- what's great in what? these scenes is is Kurt Russell's reactions to all of this are this like really subdued kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, despite the fact that I wanted him to slit everyone's throat in that, in that bar after that, I realized that, you know, he took the higher path and he had great reactions, especially to the card ripping. I don't know if you remember this when, when he's like, look, I'll trade you. What is it like? What did he have? Like a, like a Benz or like a, what is it, like a Ferrari? Porsche. Then? A Porsche. A Porsche yeah. He's like, I'll trade you your Porsche, Porsche for this car. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll take like this. It's a Mickey Mantle like rookie yeah. or what, what? Yeah. Rookie card. Yeah. And when the wife takes it, she's like, no. Rips the card. The guy is like, oh. But then Santa's like this. Oh. Like he's, he's got in stride. Yeah. He's just like, oh. Kind of like he's more reacting to how this guy is feeling. Rather than the fact that it was a card that he had in his jacket. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he's yeah. reacting to this guy's reaction to having this card ripped, which is obviously something that he cared about. So the, it's these little things that make his performance so good. It's mm-hmm. like he's always like super empathetic, right? He never, he, he, um, you know, he never, he, ne- he never, he never adds a verse to that O'Malley's bar song. <laughs> like he Despite never. Despite me wanting him yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. That that's right. That's the worst. So anyways, they uh, they have a after t- 
talking to all the patrons. They yeah. have a kerfuffle with the bartender who's yep. just a scumbag. They steal Total. a stolen car, which was yep. fun. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a cool chase scene, but nothing. Yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, yeah nothing, I didn't mind that. Uh, yeah. But then they end up finding the reindeer, which yes. they looked okay. Oh, right, because they lost the reindeer. They the lost reindeer the reindeer. Rats. That was so kind of Chicago, what they Yeah, they're in Chicago at this point. They find the reindeer, but Santa gets booked for stealing cars. Yeah, and and we we were introduced to these two cops, which I also thought were pretty funny. They were, good. they were they were good. Like so, I mean, like there was nobody that was like bad in this movie. No, like they were like all competent, well written. There weren't like mind blowing performances, but like genuine ones. Like they didn't feel forced. Right. Um, the the actress that played um, what's her name, Kate, uh, the young one, just eh, she was okay. But she, like, especially early on in the film, she was okay. But then there were some scenes where she was a lot better. Yeah, I think so she was, she was, she was, she was a little a bit up and down. Bag. But, like, she was never She wasn't bad. horrible. No, no, no. She, was no, she wasn't horrible Also, with the, the older, like, the teenage brother, like, he was never bad. No, he was um, okay. Yeah, Passable. so... They didn't give him a lot to do, really. No. Like, he wasn't really emoting for much of the film. No, he was just kind of sad and mopey. Mo- yeah, yeah, that's for the pretty most much part. it. So teenager. Yeah, basically. So this is a fun scene where he goes to get arrested and uh, they split up. And it was so funny. He's like, listen, you go find the reindeer and I'm going to distract the cops. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Like... Shouldn't you go get the goddamn reindeer? It doesn't make any sense. But it makes sense by the end I of the you. movie. I hate you so all much. All right. All right. So they go and they get the reindeer. And what did you think of the reindeer? They did. They went all CG for the reindeer. They went all CG. Um, I thought they looked kind of cheap. I think they were the cheaper looking thing. Like, I think they looked cheaper than the elves. Yeah. Maybe because we're used to seeing creatures that look like that in real life. Sure, yeah. It's like a real they're, animal. Yeah, yeah, they're just bigger, a little more bigger, I guess, and a little more, I, yeah, I don't know, overemphasized. Fly, magical. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so actually, I would agree with you mostly on that. The one thing I found that was impressive, they did one shot takes where they mount the reindeer. Yes. I don't know if you noticed, like, when they're, like, they're getting on the reindeer, they don't cut away ever. And... Uh, at least, in, at least from what I can remember, movies don't rarely do that because getting on to a CG creature is a weird, can be a weird process. Here, it was seamless. Like when they got on the back of the reindeer, like sometimes you get like weird herky jerky things, but yeah. like they, I don't know what they did. It, it, it looks. I'd have to look seamless. at it again, but yeah, it, it's. Like I was, it's something that stood out to me. I was like, "Oh, they really went for it there," because they really didn't have to. They could have cut away to something else and come back, and he was already on mm, the yeah. on the reindeer. But they showed him getting on, and that's a lot of like interaction with the hair on the reindeer, with the fur, and like the motion of the reindeer yeah. has to be matched like exactly. And so, uh, I think that's a lot of extra effort. But it, I noticed it. So anybody who worked on this movie and on those scenes in particular. Good job. I thought I actually did quite enjoy that. And I didn't notice it, which is also um, a good sign. Like, it's right. it's not something that I noticed being like, that looked bad. It looks, right, right. Like you yeah. said, seamless. It made right. sense. So right. I, I didn't I, I didn't really have any call out there. Right. So this movie, it kind of, at this point in the movie, it kind of splits off into two tales right That's now. Right. Now you've got the kids going after the sack, Santa's mm-hmm. sack. And then Santa's sack is now in jail as well. No, Santa is in jail. Santa's sack is somewhere else. You just said, oh, <laughs> I got it. Really? I got it. Sorry, I was, looking at my, I was looking at my notes. God damn it, and, pay and attention. I wasn't, oh, look, I wasn't listening. So anyways, you. the movie breaks off into two paths, and I desperately wanted to just stay on the Santa path the whole time. Yeah. Because the kids, though competent... Not exactly what I signed up for in this film. So let's talk about the let's talk about the kids' path and like sum that up real yes. real quick, like and then we'll point. jump back. So like the kids end up they end up finding the the sack in a park. 
They go to get it, and here's where some weird shit happens. Like they get, like get, like accosted by this group of like gangbangers in the park, and these guys look hard. They look like hard gangbangers, and I was like, oh, that's like it's an interesting take because they they're pretty intense. You know, it wasn't like goofy sort of like comedy gangbangers. I'm like, these are. I'm like, can we stop saying gangbangers? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. <laughs> Just, uh, you said it three times pretty gang, much consecutively. Banger, gang, banger, gang, banger, gang, banger. And, uh, can we just say criminals? Criminals, Let's yeah. Let's go with criminals. These look like hard, hard gang Hardened bangers. criminals. Yeah. <laughs> these look like hard gang bangers. So they, these gang bangers take these kids back to their lair, and it's run by this head gang banger. <laughs> okay? So, this, this, this head gang banger is like, he's a... He's a serious dude. Like they've gone. Like he's got. Like he's he's got a couple of tattoos. He looks like a really rough and tumble like leader. Like they, there's no comedy here, at all. And it was and and uh, that coupled with a lot of there are a couple of references to Chicago's crime rate in this movie. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was just like really weird that they dove into this like really seedy part of like Chicago crime. And while Santa Claus is in jail, saying like, "Hey, if I don't deliver all my presents on Christmas." You know, the crime rate's going to grow up, and we're in Chicago. Like, he's just like... They're shitting on Chicago. Yeah, lot. yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, that's uh, that's that's an odd focus to take there. So that was one thing I, I took away from that. Um, do you have any comments on the gangbangers? <laughs> Not more than I've already offered. All right, perfect. Um, the uh, sister crawls into the sack and, uh, and ends up in like... The, it's like a portal. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That was an interesting take. I, I like that a lot. Um and uh, eventually all of the elves come out to help them because they're, uh, they're in the gangbanger's lair and doing the gangbanger thing. And uh, these elves pop out to help, and she meets them, she talks to them, whatever. And this is, the, this is I got to say, this is the worst part of the movie for me. Yeah, when they introduce the elves. Uh, the elves are all CG. They are, I wouldn't say they're terrifying. They're just, they're just kind of ugly. And uh, they are basically just walking memes. All of them, they're all doing meme things, and uh, like one of them's like they're they're all dancing, like singing, like singing, and like doing little heart shapes, like Instagram things, and they're all doing the like one of them is doing that uh, that dance. What's that dance all the young kids are doing? Is that flossing? Yeah, that flossing dance or whatever. They were just shoving all of this like modern sort of Instagram culture instead of having anybody else do it. They just shoved it all in with the elves. And mm-hmm. it, it was genuinely awful, and like, I just wish I don't I could even skip remember. That, I honestly skipped that part of the I, movie. I literally like clued out pretty much in all of this, mainly because I was like, you know what, the elves are here, they're gonna make nice with the hardened criminals and save the day, and yeah, no, I mean it was pretty it, predictable. I, I'm yeah, just saying that it, it, it literally just kind of everything kind of happened in the order that I thought it would, so I didn't really get invested into that. And then as soon as they switched over to the other stories, when I was like, "Oh shit, yeah. what's going on here?" And yeah. then, oh, we're back to the kids and the elves. Like I just didn't. There wasn't enough meat on that part of the story for me to actually want to get. Yeah, in they on could it. have trimmed that a lot. Yeah. Um, now another interesting thing I wanted to point out is when the elves pop out of the sack in the gangbanger lair. They actually attack all of the gangbangers, and this is when like all of it becomes kind of a little comedic, like gremlin style. Yes, like all of inexplicably, they think the brother is one of the gangbangers. So the one there's like one deranged like homicidal elf 
they hold him down and he whips out a chainsaw and he yeah. looks like he's about to cut his nuts off. Like that's what it looks like. And they're like, wait. I don't think it looks like that. That is exactly it, what was going to happen. And they're like, wait, no, he's my brother. It's like, oh, okay. And he's like, I never get to have any fun and walks off the stage. And I'm like, that was completely out of nowhere. Yeah. It was I'm very- like, 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 where was that chainsaw when we were attacking the gangbangers? Like, are they all just getting chopped up into, like, like different cuts of meat all, like, off camera? Like, what's going on? Now I'm, like, really terrified for these guys. The the elves were homicidal, yeah. In some degree, I think I feel like they were all like, but like this. I remember looking at Chuggo when the chainsaw came. I'm like, what's going on? This turned into like a weird, like Krampus, like slasher thing all of a sudden. So yeah, I thought that was really out of place. Yeah, um, it was extremely out of place. It really just made no sense. As yeah. soon as I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's pretty. Those are my only comments for the for that section of the yeah. movie. Um, Eventually, at this point, now I guess you've got. To, to really put the button on that side story is the elves are now in play yep. and they're going to return Santa his magic hat which we didn't really mention before he can't fly without his hat and now, you, make, now you're caught up it all makes sense at the end <sighs> alright anyways so Santa is imprisoned at yes. this point this happening in parallel yep. right and only one cop saw the oh, the reindeer, the reindeer fly. fly so he's constantly trying to tout this and nobody's really believing yeah. him Meanwhile, the other cop that had caught him is slowly becoming aware that Santa might be the real deal. He's breaking out like, oh, you frisked me, but look, I have all these toys from your child. I love that scene where he just keeps pulling random shit out of his coat. Yeah. And it's all the shit that I loved when I was a kid. (laughs) There's like G.I. Joe's there. There's a Star Wars toy there. There's, uh, I can't remember what else, but like there's like stuff that I enjoyed as a kid. And I could feel this guy like... I thought this actor was pretty good. Like, I think he moted well. Oh, yeah, when he yeah. Did. So he, I think he did a really good job. I feel like I've seen him in other stuff. Oh, he's been in a ton of other oh, stuff. Okay. I just don't... I can't remember his name, but... Um, uh, so anyways, basically nobody really buys it enough that they're going to let him out, so they put him in a jail cell. And <laughs> sure the do. best goddamn scene in this movie, <laughs> all of a sudden the scene, the movie's like, you know what? We're going to be a musical for the next few minutes. Yeah. And he breaks out fucking instruments and stuff which you'd think the cops would see instruments and call kinds of contraband just randomly appearing in the jail cell they'd be like what the hell well, Wait, also we've the got lights a, changing the lights changing yeah. wardrobe changes wardrobe all of changes. a sudden the hookers get yeah like all, more hookerish clothes yeah, but they're at least festive yeah the festive hooker clothes yeah i don't know if they were hookers i just assume I, I, <laughs> most of the time when women get thrown in and this is i I'm not to sound sexist but typically this is what you see in films in films yeah is that when that women own. go in there they're usually they're women right? of the night, yeah, typically. Women of the night. Yeah. That's a, um, that's a nice way to put it. It's better than gangbangers. Yeah. So the all of a sudden he breaks out a guitar and he gives it to inexplicably Steve I want to make sure I don't screw up his name, Steven Van Zant. Is it is it actually him? Oh, 100 percent yeah. Steven oh, Van Zant. Yeah. He's the guy with the long hair, big yeah. nose. He's from the Sopranos. He played Silvio in the in the okay. Sopranos. Um and he was part of Bruce Springsteen's band, yeah. the East Street band or whatever it is. Um, very famous rock and roll hall of fame. The guy is like a made man in right. rock and roll yeah. circles. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the other guy was that got a guitar. He looked like somebody as well that plays yeah, guitar. Like, he had a swagger to him. I was, it was just, I was telling you earlier, yeah. I'm like, there is no way I was, I was talking to Shogu while I was watching. I'm like, there's no way these two guys aren't famous because they're so strange. Mm. Like their line delivery is so strange and they have so much swagger. I'm like, there's no like extra that would just play these guys like this. Yeah, it just yeah, seems yeah. like an odd choice. I'm like, these guys must be famous and actual, actual mus- musicians. 
Um, so then what proceeds is... He starts handing out trumpets to people that don't know how to play the trumpet, but do know how to play the trumpet, apparently. Suddenly. And then all of a sudden, the place turns into a full-on Santa Claus concert. Santa yeah, concert. Santa concert. And honestly, it was just so much fun seeing him, again, Kurt Russell, yeah. having fun with a role. Killing it. And he's doing an Elvis song. Absolutely. And he's doing... Uh, it's. Uh, uh, I can't Santa's remember. back in town. No, yeah. uh, uh, Santa's coming to town. But it's kind of like different lyrics, right? Like, yeah. But it's an it's like one of like Elvis's classic yes. Christmas tunes, and Kurt Russell has played Elvis in a movie TV movie called Elvis for uh, for Carpenter. I think Carpenter directed that TV movie. I think. I and uh, then he was in a movie called Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, which he played an Elvis impersonator knocking off a bank with Kevin Costner, who both played Wyatt Earp, one in Tombstone and one in a movie called Wyatt Earp that went up head to head one year. Anyway, random side note. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and yeah, so he has this like long history with, 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 uh, cinematic, uh, um, uh, representations of Elvis. So like it was, it was, it's a nice nod to, to that, that, to that history. And he is just, he's crushing it in this performance. Yeah, like yeah. he's, he's doing the Elvis thing and it's obviously, I don't know, like it's obviously not him singing, but like he, uh. Yeah, it's just he's a great. It. Yeah, he's he's it. he's in there. He's, he's got a couple buttons popped. Yeah, he's and he's wearing this dope ass vest too under that yeah. under that Santa suit, that jacket, that long coat. He's mm-hmm. wearing this dope ass vest. It just it's I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. It was an awesome scene. It it made zero not a lick of sense, but it was just it was tremendous amounts of fun. Um, and you know what I found awkward? What or more like hilarious is after after the song is done. All, uh, all the cops have come over to see the music and they're all dancing and like, you know, it's this big thing. And then after the music dies down, all the cops just kind of want, walk out, walk yeah, away. Yeah, they're like, nothing strange here. <laughs> like, they didn't even go in and be like, all right, we, guys, we should unplug these lights from the sockets that don't exist in this room because this is a jail cell. It's so funny. It's so, it was just, they all just leave and I'm like, nobody asked any questions. No, no. And I'm like, how did a, how did a full-on rock concert get dealt out in a, in a, in the drunk tank like i don't get it um anyway so he finally convinces uh the cop that he is in fact santa claus and that's when the elves pop in after, the murderous elf yeah. gives him his hat yeah the, yeah the 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 homicidal elf is like here's your hat santa <laughs> yeah. um and uh and then he you know cold dusts it out of there and then they realize they have very little time to save christmas at that point but they inexplicably do by all working together and the moral of the story is teamwork the end don't you fucking do it. So oh, God. that's mostly that's mostly true, and they have this huge climax where they're like delivering progressions at a at a crazy at a crazy rate. Yes. And um and yeah, it's a fun sequence and like, you know, whatever. But the kicker really comes at the end. After they've they've saved Christmas, they've delivered every present, every last present, he drops them off at their house on their street, and uh, as a gift to them. The kids, he gives them his hat. And he's been making a big deal about it, this hat, through the whole movie. And he's been like, look, I can't fly without my fucking hat. I cannot save Christmas without this hat. Mrs. Claus, always telling me to bring an extra, just in case I lose it. Can't do it without this hat. At the end, he takes the fucking hat off and hands it to the kid. Uh, the brother, I guess. Yeah. I think. Um, and, and he's like, but Santa... What about your hat? You can't fly without your hat. And it turns out that the hat has nothing to do with it. Which 
leads me to believe that this was all a very complex ruse to get these kids out of that rut that they were in with the you know with their father passing away and the kids going down the wrong path disliking each other teen angst carjacking the whole the whole nine it was a, i think it was just this elaborate i that's what the movie is trying to get you to yes get that you is to what believe. they're getting me to believe. yeah so the anytime you were, me. anytime you were like hey that doesn't make any sense why didn't santa get the reindeer and at the end i'm like Mm-mm-mm. no i know you got me movie i know you got me every now oh, they didn't get you. it's stop it's that che- it is cheap as fuck i will tell you that thank much. you but it's there and i'm like yeah okay i'll i'll take it what are the logistics on running a ruse like that does he do that for every single disenfranchised not disenfranchised um squabbling couple of brother and sisters or brother and brothers or siblings or whatever. Maybe he owed his dad a favor. What? I, I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe let me because tell you. his dad died tragically trying to save people, however, always touted Christmas. Is that what you're saying? Is that why these kids got the, uh, the, special the Santa experience? <laughs> Santa sack experience? <laughs> the Quick, gang- get into my sack. <laughs> the gangbanger sack experience. Hey. Yeah. Um, I don't know. These are all... Uh, very, very good questions, Justin. And I got to tell you, I'm not sure I really care. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's probably true. I think I care too much. Yeah, I think you really... <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Santa. So, so, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about that. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest there? No. Um, honestly, like, it... Like you said, it was cheap, and it's one of these things that I, as much fun as we're having with it, you know, in this podcast, just joking about it, it was actually, like, it didn't set me off nearly as much as I'm making it out to be. (laughs) But yes, I mean, it is a very cheap plot device, and it makes you think, like, wait, does he know all that? Like, was was there not other better ways to do what you had to do? Why did you threaten children with the Dark Ages? What the fuck is wrong with you, Santa? Yeah, well, no, I, I think it, I think all of that's still true. What? I think I think all of it's still maybe true. that's a ruse. Yeah, <laughs> the Dark Ages. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Santa just went and changed a few thousand books. Little little history change. The Dark Ages are just a lie. Yeah, yeah. It's a I cautionary make my story tale. Seem credible. Yeah. Let Don't argue just... with your siblings, or else the Dark Ages. That's basically what this movie's saying. If everybody got along with their siblings, there would be no trouble in this pro- uh, on this planet. No Dark Ages. So if you have a brother or sister, yeah, get along with them. Get folks. along with them for our sakes, please. Um, yeah, so uh, and then at the uh, at the very end, he has this whole thing about not being as fat as you know the, the the popular depiction of Santa, but also not he doesn't ho ho ho. He doesn't say that. Oh yeah, he doesn't until say the ho, ho, ho. he does until he does at the end where where the the, the younger sister is like, can you just do it? And he's like, no. He's like, can you just do it? Yes. Okay, fine. So he says he's gonna do it. Gets in the sleigh, does this dramatic flyby, and delivers what is the most terrifying ho 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 I have ever experienced in my natural life. It was very aggressive. It was. He points on the. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, oh my God, that's scary. That was legit frightening. Bill Goldberg as Santa Claus was far more tame than (laughs) that that when he said ho, ho, ho. Granted, his was to a bunch of strippers, but. Yeah, that's right. And not children, but that being said, these were still children. He basically threatened them with ho (laughs) three times. 
It was uh, it, it was like blood curdling. I yeah, gotta tell you, I saw that and I'm like, oh man. That he could have done that exact same take on that scene in the Hateful Eight. Yeah, and it would have made as much sense. Yeah, that's People right. People would have been like, Jesus Christ, yeah. we can't fuck with John Ruth. That's right. Man's the gonna hang. Man. The Hangman. <laughs> the Hangman's a coming. Yeah. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. <laughs> fuck. Like oh my god. Um, and then the the movie the movie ends and the, and that's it. Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. I mean, look. It's all right. It's all right. It's it wasn't right. bad. It wasn't amazing. It's pretty much the kind of fluff you expect to see this time of year. A special standout for Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. That's what sets it yes, apart, to yeah, be honest. Absolutely. It's produced by Chris Columbus, I think. The, the Explorer? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I can't believe I laughed at that, man. I can't believe I laughed at at that stupid joke. I'm hilarious. You're just a stupid man with stupid jokes, okay? Just shut up. Fuck. Ugh. Anyway, Chris Columbus, I think, produced and wrote this movie. Can you look that up? Sure. Look it up, you asshole. All right, so um, he also, I think he uh, he also directed, like, Home Alone in the first two Harry Potter movies. So, And he's, he's produced some other, like, Christmas films. So I think this definitely has that... Chris Columbus feel to it where he's trying to make a Christmas classic I think something to like recurring a lot of that a lot of that photography looks very familiar to me um, but uh, but yeah like it's trying to be that it, does, it it could be I'll be watching it next year I think I mean like just 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 for Kurt Russell and Santa Claus pretty much and that's probably my only takeaway from this movie what did you say he did he was a producer or an executive on, producer on what on this movie. Yeah, he is oh. on this movie. He produced Jingle All the Way, but he didn't do anything with He Home directed Alone. Home Alone. Oh, one and two. Yeah, he directed oh, Home Alone. Okay. One and two. My yeah. Bad. Yeah. So. Oh, and Mrs. Doubtfire. Get the fuck out he of here. He directed Mr. Mrs. Doubtfire and uh, Harry Potter one and two. And Bicentennial Man. I don't I don't I never saw that movie. I didn't either. Yeah. Harry Potter <laughs> and the Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, too. Yeah. Interesting. Good job, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I laughed again. Um so yeah, it's just it's trying to be that, and uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, I don't know what, if it achieves if you like Christmas, that level, but if you like Christmas movies, I feel like this is a this is a no brainer. Yeah, it's a, it it's a, it's an easy to digest hour and a half. I think it was. It wasn't a long film. It's a pretty digestible yeah. film, um, and I think it'd be good for kids. I think kids would get a kick out of this. Yeah, just watch out for the that. scary ass elves <laughs> and the and ho 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 at the end and the gang banging. <laughs> All right, kids, we're done. All right. We'll see you guys. We probably have at least one more episode around a Christmas. Yeah, thing we got another Christmas up. thing, and then for Christmas, for Christmas, we're actually going to review Aquaman. I dig it. That was okay. We're done. <laughs> All right, I'm calling it. See ya. Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs>